Hey, good morning. It's so good to have you tuning in from wherever you are. Uh, we're excited to be with you today to share some big news. Uh, if you don't know these two, this is John and Joni, our senior pastors. We're so excited to have you guys here. Thanks, John. Some big things have happened over the summer since we last communicated to you. Um, well, firstly, Liverpool won the league. Indeed. That uh, is the big news, actually. That is, that's what so we're we Turn off the camera now. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> Celebrate time. Uh, I'm not very happy about it, but you must be delighted, oh, John. Delighted, yeah. And Joni's absolutely ecstatic being a huge <laughs> Liverpool fan. <laughs> well, uh, it's so good to have you. What's the purpose of today? What do you guys want to try and communicate today? So yeah, so we've had um, an interesting last six months with lockdown and, um, you know, when Joni and I um, took on the church in January, we did not know we'd be stood here like this discussing the things that we're discussing today. Um, but it's been, it's been a wonderful six months in many, many ways. And so we kind of feel we've come to a natural crossroads and point that um, we want to talk about what the next few months looks like, what's the next chapter mm. for us as, as a church. Wow, amazing. So you mentioned the last six months have been a pretty wild ride with, uh, I guess none of us saw this coming with the lockdown and everything like that. Give us your kind of bird's eye reflections on the last six months. Um, what have been some of the great things that we've seen? What have been some of the things, obviously we've not been able to do Sunday services. Uh, what are some of the blessings and benefits and, and battles that we've faced as a church yeah. in that time? Well, sure. I mean, it's been, it's been a battle. And we know for, for us and for many people, this, this will have been the most difficult season mm. uh, of their lives. But I, I think there's been something really powerful and redemptive about this season. Um, I think it, it's provided the church with a unique opportunity. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things that were in our hearts in terms of the vision of our church community and for our, for our city in terms of uh, welcoming the city home yeah. has just multiplied and gained great momentum and advanced um, because of the restrictions. Yeah. Um, what that's kind of helped us to do is really narrow our focus, mm. narrow the vision, and really um, focus on reaching people, yeah. which is in our heart. And it's if you if you cut down the whole vineyard uh, down the middle, we would bleed mission and reaching people and compassion. Mm. And so, I, in amongst the the turmoil and the angst and the difficulty and the struggle and the pain, um, which is so thankful for mm. our church community and our family pulling together mm. and just um, all hands to the plow, all hands to the deck, uh, just uh, contributing mm. in our own little way to seeing great impact in our, in our city. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, one of the things that struck me over this time is the kind of invitation that God has put on us to slow down and be present to what, sure, yeah. what he's doing in our lives in our city. I know, Jenny, you've talked a lot about um, what it means to slow down and be present. And um, any thoughts on, on that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's pretty much the same um, ethos, really. Um, it's probably taking a different look right now as we're kind of getting used to what a new reality looks like. Mm. But it's the same principles. It's still the same taking time you know making sure that we're processing it with people you know 
taking time out to find some form of exercise, all of the things that we discussed before still hold true. Um, it's just now about that staying with it, that steadfastness. Mm. Um, it's very easy to get caught up in a wealth of information. Some of it's not that helpful. Some of it's incredibly helpful. Mm. But yeah, we would just say keep keep going, stay the mm. course. For sure. Yeah. Mm. So we're here today really to talk about the next few months. Yeah. What that looks like. Um, you know, you guys have been thinking and praying, strategizing about what it looks like to take the next step. What are some of the things that you've thought about or considered yeah. when planning uh, the next season? Yeah, so it, it was quite an intense period for us. And then we, we hit July and we, we encouraged ourselves and our leaders and the church to kind of take the summer to um, kind of have some rest, to relax. Uh, to kind of reset, ready for this next stage. Yeah. And so for us, we've we've taken the last couple of months, been busy behind the scenes with lots of things, but really to to kind of pray and reflect and to think and to strategize. And we're so grateful we've got uh, a fantastic staff team, such as yourself, thank gosh, you, and uh, and, 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 and trustees <laughs> and, and many much wiser people than 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 myself. And so just a lot of listening. A lot of reflecting and, and and trying to discern. God, what is your heart for this next period, this next season? And I, I think a few of those things is that uh, we felt like God spoke to us through a book of Proverbs, some wisdom there, really about how God is attracted to movement. Mm. That um, it wasn't about us kind of sitting still and praying and fasting and hoping God would give us a clear, you know, clear word for what we're supposed to do. But actually, as we reflect on most of our discipleship, is that as we walk with God, mm. as we um, take certain steps, then, then God kind of directs our steps. He navigates and steers, and, and sometimes that is a push to go even further. Sometimes it's a hold on, wait, wait, it's a red light. But we kind of sense that God was um, encouraging us to work within the parameters and boundaries that have been set for us. Not to be sat here thinking, oh, Lord, we you know we can't do this and we can't do that yeah. with all the guidelines and restrictions but actually to focus on what can we do yeah. and, and 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 that was like a bit of a a light bulb moment for mm. me personally where it's like yeah look look what we can do and as I began to reflect on the things that we can do it started to look a lot like the early church mm. and I started to think about a lot of the particularly like the underground church um, in other countries that have huge restrictions yeah. placed on them from persecution and pressure what do they do? Uh, they don't sit around thinking, well, we can't do anything. Yeah. They focus on, on the things that they can do. And that's really the springboard for our, um, for our direction for, for this next season. Yeah. Um, and I think also for us, it wasn't just about being opportunity driven, but it's actually, we look at our vision of home, mm. that God is our home, the church family is our home, and we want to create rooms in our city to welcome people home is it actually just whatever we do next, is it rooted in our vision and our plans for going forward? And, and we think that it does. Yeah, yeah, that's stunning. I remember when you first communicated the vision of home, you talked about this kind of um, trifecta of up, in and out. So what does home look like upwards in our relationship with God? What does home look like inwards in our community, in our church family? And what does home look like as we reach our city? Let's talk a little bit about what the next few months look yeah. like. People have 
dying to know, yeah, for yeah. sure. What, what does it look like? Are we meeting again? What's the plan? Um, why don't we just look at those three different aspects yeah. up in terms of our relationship with God and maybe our gathering and, and how we do prayer, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Why don't you talk to us about what it's going to look like in the next season? Well, I'll kick off with, with, with that one, really, is that we sense that the future of the church will be a hybrid between in-person and online presence. Um, I, I think that's very important as we think about strategically the future. Um, of course, many people in the church will feel a sense of anxiety about doing anything in person. Uh, we have vulnerable people who are struggling uh, with ill health. Uh, we're also going into kind of a winter season and we're, we, for us, we've got two of our three girls that are going back to school. And of course, there's just the underlying uh, uncertainty of that. But we, we recognize, and indeed many of the churches in our city that has been talking to the pastors there, is the need to gather in person. Yeah. But whatever we decided to do, we had to recognize it had to be sustainable mm. in terms of the resources and the people and the teams that we have. Uh, also be wise thinking about the restrictions and the guidelines. And also be able to pivot at any point. Yeah. We, what we've done is we've always committed to a kind of six-month plan that was sustainable. It's kind of like the key word for us. So everything we've done for the last six months in terms of doing our pre-records online, focusing very much on like connection with people in terms of home groups, etc., um, is is all about what is sustainable. So in this next season, we kind of like want to go to the next level, just one more step, yeah. and then we'll review it in December, mm. and then we'll be able to announce plans for 2021. Can't believe I'm saying 2021 already. Yeah. Uh, but I think the most important thing that I'd love uh, our church and, and the viewers to, to hear today is that we're going to start with some monthly in-person gatherings, which we're really excited for. We did four prayer meetings in person, back to back on a Monday throughout summer. Um, why? Because we think prayer is the most important thing we can be doing mm -hmm. in, this, in this season. But also is a bit of a trial to see what it looked like and how sustainable that would be. And we just had the best time in the journey. It's great. Um, like the first meeting we did, like Spirit of God was just so present. Mm -hmm. Could really feel the Holy Spirit in the room. Uh, I literally couldn't stop shaking for mm -hmm. like the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and we just knew from that moment is that we had to commit to some kind of in-person gathering. But doing it weekly, um, I, we don't think it's the wisest thing right now. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to launch a kind of a welcome home Sunday gathering. Wow. Over, I'm in. Are you in? Right. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. Four services, uh, 9.30, 11.30, 4pm and 6pm. Mm. Um, and really when we gather, um, it's, it's to celebrate what God has done amongst us yeah. for that previous month. Yeah. So we're going to gather, welcome home f service four times uh, that will help with kind of social distancing and our, the parameters that we've been set. And we're going to do all the things that we know that we can do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's going to be 45, 50 minutes long. And um, the first two services, 9.30 and 11.30, is going to be really focused on on families yeah. and so for us we will bring our kids 
to one of those two services. I mean, I'll, we'll be all for probably that <laughs> for you guys. Uh, yeah, come to one of those morning ones and then we'll have uh, a lot of creative ways of engaging with kids and in, you'll be in your family bubbles and mm. that'll all be organized. And yeah. uh, we're thinking about people's health and safety, like first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, but we're, what we're gonna need to do, we're gonna be able to pray together. We're gonna be able to hear from God's word. We're gonna be able to do some ministry. We did some ministry in the prayer meetings, like mm. prophesying over people, socially distanced. Mm. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. We're gonna do some worship and though we can't sing, we're gonna be able to engage creatively with worship and at least hear from uh, the band and be able to just be in the atmosphere of worship. Yeah. Um, we're going to be able to do communion. Mm. We're going to be able to see each other. Mm. Um, so many things that we know we can do. We want to focus on that. Yeah. And so once a month, that's September the 27th, yeah. uh, end of October, end of November. Yeah. And I'll come on to what we're going to do in December a bit later. But that's really the big news we want to say to our church get signed up, get involved. Um, it's going to be a just, I think, a really moving time for us and really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the most striking things that I know behind the scenes you guys have been talking about is asking the question, not how can we get back to the way we've always done things, yeah. but instead asking the question, what is the Lord inviting us into now? What does it look like in this next season? And I think that's changed our way of thinking totally. So that is week four of the month. 27th of September is going to be game-changing. I cannot wait. And then for the other weeks, what's happening? Do you want to go with that, Jane? Yes, sure. Week one and week three are going to be a continuation. It's going to be a pre-recorded session for you guys to be able to see worship and teaching online. Tune in when and as you're available throughout your weeks. Um, week two, we're going to be pushing on the pedal of live stream. Mm. So this is a new thing for us. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some teething problems along the way, but we're going to persevere and see this thing through. We're going to have live stream for the first time. And yeah, it's just going to be an imaginative opportunity to invite the church and into our city and living room of our church home we've always said you know from january when we cast the vision we had this idea of home so this is kind of why you're seeing a bit of a different setup we're trying some new things um as as you said we have the remit there's no point in focusing on everything we can't do um, and despite all the things that we can do so yeah, we're going to be using some new technology, um, aesthetically, beautifully creative studio. We're going to just try and take our online presence to the next level, really. Yeah. We understand that that is not going anywhere, our online presence. And um, so many of you guys rely on that online presence. And so yeah, you're going to see that look a little bit different. We're also going to live stream one of the services. Mm. It's the 4pm one we're doing. So for those of you who definitely just literally can't make that yeah. in-person gathering we will be live streaming that service yeah. on that sunday yeah so again it's that hybrid yeah. of, of online um i just think it's amazing what technology can do the reach that we can have mm. and as Joni says i love that just inviting the city into our home yeah we get we get to say hey welcome into the kind of our, our lounge yeah and just see what church see what the message of, of jesus and the gospel is all about and um, there are so many people who would never set foot in a church building mm. and yet we know that already just from the last six months people have been checking out yeah. um, our church and hearing about us and what mm. we're about and that's kind of 
I mean, look, you, you've got this tonight. You've got a, a group meeting mm. where people have found faith in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. And yeah. we know that technology and the gift of that has really helped in this, in this season. Yeah, absolutely. So those live stream nights will be creative. Lots of Q&As, lots of interesting yeah. things yeah. going on. We're super excited about that. And um, just wanted to mention mm -hmm. our prayer meetings on a Monday night are not going anywhere. You might have thought of that one begets the other, but we're actually going to keep those exactly as we have been. They're not going anywhere. We will run one Monday night prayer gathering every week, and that will also be live streamed. For for some reason you can't or you choose not to um, attend live, um, you can all, all see that from the comfort of your own home online. Hmm. And we'll, we're going to split the time. We've been doing a seven o'clock and eight o'clock meeting. We're going to do it at seven thirty. Show will be a wild. Um, it's, it's a wild, creative. I mean, it's the height of my creativity. <laughs> seven thirty. Just woke up in the middle of the night. God's yeah. me that. So no, seven thirty. Split the time again. Maximum now looking like forty-five minutes, and we'll live stream that on Facebook like we have been doing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been it's been a wonderful gift in this season. Hmm. But again, we want to put prayer at like high priority. I was thinking about this, Josh, is like if if COVID and the pandem pandemic does not get Christians to pray, yeah. I'm like, what else can? <laughs> yeah. And what else can get? I mean, it's going to have to be something. I don't know what. Yeah. But um, we've got to, this is why we're doing the awakened church. Wake up to the, the season, the moment that we're in. Uh, and I think the most important thing we as Christians can do is is pray. And we're finding as we pray and as we ask God to open up certain doors, they're just happening. Yeah. Mm. And and it's just amazing, just the answers to prayer that we're we're discovering in this time. Yeah. So good. So many stories I could share in that yeah. moment, by the way. <laughs> so all of the information to how to sign up to our Sundays and our prayer gatherings, we'll let you guys know. Um, but do make sure you're at all of that stuff. We're so excited. Um, so we talked about the up, now let's talk about the in. We've recognised that how we do community and home for our church has, has been um, something we've thought really hard about in this season yeah. as, as we've not been able to gather in person. Um, talk to us about what that looks like. How do we do home for our family in this next season? Well, I just, I'm just really grateful that we have something called home groups. Yeah, yeah. I like, we can't mess with that because <laughs> yeah. uh, that's exactly what they're about. They're about uh, breaking down the large community that we're a part of into small groups of 10, 12 people. And they, they are leaders and, and have been doing a, an amazing job in this, in this last six months. It's been really hard because obviously most of it's done on Zoom, but I think we're coming to a place now where our leaders can be a bit more creative in terms of there being a mixture of Zoom gatherings and some kind of like in-person stuff and, and, and they'll just work that through. Um, what's super exciting is that we have experienced such growth um, this year is that we're multiplying a whole load of, of home groups. Um, and so there's space for, for everyone and more. Mm. And so a lot of our groups are, are dividing, multiplying, and we're strategically planting home groups in certain areas. Mm. And the West Hall Villages and East Hall, we're doing something called, what's your word? What's the word? Va Vanguards. 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 Been waiting for an opportunity. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that next, actually. <laughs> we, we'll just stay tuned. <laughs> Vanguards. Um, but what we also wanted to do, and we know the students are kind of piloting this, mm. But we're also wanting to um, help people feel at home by creating authentic community and places of discipleship with people 
in even smaller groups yeah. and smaller numbers. Yeah. And so, uh, Josh, you came up with this brilliant thing called Circles. And we're kind of running with that and adapting that. And we're basically launching a bunch of circles to the church, which are groups of, say, three people or even like maybe five people who can meet to look through a book, who will do Bible studies, who can prayer walk, um, that can fellowship, um, be mentored. Mm. Just so many different things we can do in smaller groups that obviously kind of like larger groups of 12 in a lounge isn't going to work, social distancing and, and the restrictions, but actually meeting with a couple of people in a coffee shop, That's it, yeah. just opening up the word together, yeah. being mentored, I, I just think it's so powerful. And so uh, that's kind of like one of the main things we're going to say, get into a home groups, lots of space, but also get involved in a circle. And, and that will just help you in terms of finding home in our church. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And the original kind of vision for circles was like any time, any place, anyone, anywhere. Uh, and we want to invite our, our church not just to um, be, be kind of separated from Zoom, which is amazing, but also I think some people struggle with that. Yeah. But actually, what would it look like if we could simplify groups, condense them, make them small and make them... Um, more accessible, move them around. You could do a circle in a, in a beer exactly. garden. You could do yeah. it in uni halls. You can do it in a pub. Yeah. Um, you could just gather a few, a few of you around a Bible passage yeah. and just dig into the Word. Yeah, 100%. We're so excited. So we're going to be doing circles in the student community, um, especially there's a lot of new students that are going to be joining us, uh, moving away from home yeah. to a new city where they might not be able to socialize as they yeah. would have done. So actually, I think the call of the church to provide an environment where real, authentic community can happen yeah. is going to be so important. I think the, I think what circles allows us is to move from being from doing church to being the yeah, church. Yeah, great. Which I think is one of the major things that the Spirit of God is saying mm. to Christians. Yeah, is like, hey, it's not about ticking a load of boxes and like, oh, I do this and I'm part of this. Mm. Let, let's be the body of Christ. Let's be the people of yeah. God, which has to involve intimate relationship with Jesus. It has to involve the corporate body yeah. being gathered yeah. and having fellowship it has to involve us meeting in smaller groups it has to involve mission yeah. this is what it means to be the church and it's just a, an incredible season to be to be doing that that's your question guys do you want to be in my circle <laughs> i think uh, it would be a circle <laughs> Um, so we're going to have circles launching uh, book club circle, yeah. marriage circle, we've already got a marriage yeah. circle going, which is amazing, coffee and cake, prayer walking, loads. And if you want to start a circle, let us know. We want to hear from you. You mentioned students, but I think it's really important for the students who are coming is that also that we have something in person for them. Yeah. Another reason we want to do a monthly gathering, but also we will do some hybrid meetings. So yeah. it might be we just say, hey, this Friday we've got, we're capping at 50 people uh, and we're going to do a bit of a Bible study for students come along Friday night and it'll just be creative and it'll just be a bit impromptu. And so there will be some um, ad hoc in-person gatherings on top of the monthly gathering yeah. as well that we'll yeah. do over the next few months. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so we've done up, we've yeah. done in. Yeah. Let's look at out. What Correct. does it look like to invite our city home in, in the next few months? I imagine many, much of it will be continuing what we're already doing. Um, but I wonder if there are some new things that will be happening. Yeah, so like I said, in January when we cast our vision, we knew that God was saying to do some things quite 
um, right away to push on some pedals and one of them was compassion. Um, this was long before we really knew what COVID was and we're so thankful that we kind of set those wheels in motion before we needed them quite as extensively as we've come yeah. to need them. We have found ourselves on the receiving end of untold blessing um, from other people helping from God, from our communities, from people who've never darkened the door of a church mm. before. They just simply know that there's a need because we've been uh, explaining to the community what exactly we're doing. We, mm. We're doing things like collecting food, um, creating food parcels for our food bank and donating them in, in mass numbers we've never done before mm. as a church. Um, we're going to be doing um, a couple of new things. We're going to be launching in September our CMA, which is basically community money advice. Um, and effectively, it is an organization who are, their whole entire purpose is to restore dignity with people who may have struggles financially and through maybe no fault of their own. And they find themselves in desperate situations but they definitely need help and we've got some really gifted people who yeah. just are wonderful with numbers and um, incredibly confidential um, also we're going to be doing something called grow baby um, many other communities um, of, the, of the vineyard throughout the country do grow baby and we're we've launched ours now here in yeah, Hull. That's amazing. Um, and effectively what Grow Baby is, is it seeks to help um, young parents clothe and feed their child from zero to five should they find themselves needing. Um, and we've just been inundated in the best way with stock, really. Um, and as that has come in, we have found ourselves on the receiving end from many different organizations in the community asking can you help? We hear that you do the food for the adults, but can you help with this mm. need? And it's just been amazing just to kind of see God. So we're reaching like refugees really now with that ministry. I can't wait for people to come to in-person services just to see some changes with the building. Yeah. In that, you know, one of our rooms in the auditorium now is the CMA, you know, debt advice centre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, our cafe currently is our food bank. Yeah. Um, you know, our crash is, um, it's just so moving seeing all the clothes for, for babies and, and young kids. Uh, our balcony is full of, uh, and other rooms full of prams and mm -hmm. cots and various other things. And, and this, this is going across the city. Grow Baby is something yeah. which is yes. capturing people's hearts. Yeah. So let me tell you a really quick story. Um, I'm about to have a baby. So I went to really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. I know. I'm looking good, aren't I? I'm looking camera telling you this. <laughs> and we went to pick something up from Hazel the other day. And it was um, it was like a little baby bath from, from someone in Facebook Marketplace. Anyway, uh, we get there. And in the, bath, in, the, in the bath that she'd left for us was a stack full of baby clothes. And so I'm like, are we meant to take these? What's going on? I'd never met this person before. Never didn't recognize her name. She sent us a message as we were collecting saying, I recognize your name as being from the whole vineyard church. Wow. I know you're doing something with babies. Wow. Take all those clothes and, and give it to the fashion center. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. They just incredible. heard about what we're doing with, with children. We also, we, it's just amazing. We also recently got like 80 uh, items of clothing from Harrods, mm. which, you know, one of my favorite places to shop to, honestly, <laughs> as you can see. And it's uh, Heron Foods. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> And um, and so we've just been able to bless the maternity 
unit. In fact, Hannah may get a Harrods <laughs> item, I don't know. I've timed it very well. Yeah, you timed it. <laughs> a little bit weird, actually. Yeah. I think one of the key elements in this isn't just to meet just the practical initial need. Obviously, that's the... the the initial reason why we're having that contact but we really feel like God is creating conversations that will lead into relationships mm, this isn't great. just us giving them a meal and that is the end of it they never see us again in fact we we go to great lengths to make sure that we engage with these people find out a bit about their story listen to them because right now they're desperate to be listened to um you know create that sense of belonging that this is really a place where we will care for you not just send you on your way with a bit of food in your mouth but actually establish relationship with yeah. you yeah you belong here that's so exactly. good vanguard let me talk to you about vanguards yeah i'm so excited well, about I'm this. vanguards are our intentional missional communities that we're creating uh, in places across the city. The word vanguard comes from kind of the front of a Viking boat, I think, mm. that, that would break through the ice first, pioneering, um, creative mission, as it were. So that's the idea. And so one of the areas that we are creating a vanguard is in the east of the city where it just feels like God is moving the chess pieces into position. Yeah. And these, the city in East Hull, we've been offered the use of a building right in the centre of Brand's home, which can be incredible to be a kind of a, a localised base for compassion and mission. Um, and, and we've just partnerships sprung up with yeah. churches in the East. And then in the West, so we're doing East, we're also doing West, we're creating a vanguard in the West villages where, again, it feels like doors were opening, the right people are, are now in the right place and we're, we feel like it's the right time. Mm. Um, so we're so excited to do that. Yeah, it's interesting to say about kingdom partnerships. I think that's been a, a massive thing to come out of yeah. uh, COVID. Is a we we are finding just that's how God seems to be working things. Just we're connecting with churches, we're connecting with agencies, yeah. and uh, you know really the stakeholders in in the city, and they're just seeing open doors of, of opportunity. And so we talked about um, in our vision about being a multi-site church. Yeah. And I just think it's really exciting that. Though our gatherings uh, are going to be smaller, I actually think that's a great platform for being small, doing smaller church, scattered yeah. in different locations. I just think uh, we've got an opportunity to really experiment with a few things, be creative, uh, pioneer, to catalyze. And we're not making it happen. It just seems to be happening with yeah. resources and with people, mm -hmm. locations, with opportunities. And so, um, yeah, really want to encourage people to get involved in in any of those yeah. initiatives. Amazing. Christmas. Talk to us about oh, yeah, Christmas. Quickly, Christmas. Uh, so we talked about in July about doing drive-in church. We have an incredible car park. Uh, and then we, did, we didn't feel that the summer was the right time to do it. So we thought about maybe doing it in September because we're doing in-person gatherings. And what we want to do is rather than shine a big Christian knees up yeah. in a car park, which of course we'd all enjoy, is that let's be really missional, strategic. Let's invite our city and beyond into our church car park yeah. for a drive-in church. So we could do Christmas carols, we can do a talk uh, on the Christmas story, mm. the gospel, we can get testimonies, and we could do it all wrapped up in our cars or outside our car. Um, I think it'd be an amazing atmosphere. Hot so, Donuts. <laughs> yeah, so instead of uh, in person in December, yeah. we're gonna aim to do a drive-in church. How about this for a tagline? Driving home for Christmas. 
Athena's competition. You love it. Yeah. Welcome home. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think uh, that, that sounds brilliant. So we've got some great opportunities, some exciting things um, in the melting pot, if you like. But just to come back to what we said earlier, just to remind people, the first thing to do is to get signed up to our in-person uh, service which launched September the 27th to one of our four services. Um, look out for our live stream that will be launching in October. We've got a couple of exciting things before then, but really we'll be launching week two in October, then week one, and week three yeah. will be our pre-records of worship and Bible teaching. Yeah. Um, and look, we're multiplying home groups. Everybody belongs as a community and then get involved in a circle as well for yeah. authentic uh, community and relationship. Yeah. Uh, in church life so there's some just to sum up the things that we encourage uh, everyone to get involved with stunning stunning and if you're watching this guys and you're not part of us but listen to what john and Joni have shared get involved there is a space for you you belong here awesome. welcome home and if you're a new student coming to the city get in touch we've got a lot of stuff going on we're super excited about as well Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's been so good for you to share your heart and um, get signed up to yeah, everything we've got going on. I can't wait to see people. I mean, like that Sunday's going to be powerful. Movement. 27th. It's going to be a momentous moment. And uh, yeah, things to me just a really powerful day. And so please sign up. And for those of you who are really it's a nervous step for you, come and talk to us. Yeah. Pick up the phone, send an email in, talk to your home group leader. Say, look, I'd love to do this. I'm just a bit nervous. Can you talk me through the, all the, the detail? And all that will be coming out. Um, we just want to kind of give the headlines and yeah. some vision on it today. And we want to be here. We're going through the same journey. We're a family. We have three girls. Um, you know, we have to navigate going to the supermarkets. Our kids going to school. Yeah. But uh, we just feel like it is so important that we gather as the community and the church in person. Yeah. But we're going to start that monthly this, this term. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big hugger. I don't know if you guys are huggers. <laughs> I used to be, yeah. yeah my, uh, my hugging instinct's going to be off the chain. <laughs> I have to restrain myself. <laughs> anyway, on that wonderful note, yeah. love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks See you so soon. Much. Take care. God bless.